Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hanger Night, the best London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I'm Lemon Tree. I'm Squiddy. I'm Kiwi. And we start this week's episode with, unfortunately, like we, we start with kind of like a news flash, a bombshell. London did not get through the playoffs, or the first rounds of the playoffs, unfortunately, on the Friday. We, got, we, we, we won a map against Chengdu, which uh, we were very happy about. Unfortunately, uh, losing 3-1, and as a result of that, our heroic main tank, J-Mac, uh, put out a twit longer about uh, the season as a whole and how it's affected him, and um, he had some... Uh, being bottom of the table, the APAC region especially, didn't uh, help his mental health, and of course, that's not what we want our players to feel. We want them... We I think we all here, and many... Many Spitfire fans all absolutely adore the team and just wish them the best. And just, I'm so proud of them for their first season in the Overwatch League, absolutely. And I think all we can say is, J-Mac, you've been absolutely insane this season. We will always, always remember Dorado (laughs) against the Justice. (laughs) We'll always have Dorado, yeah. Yeah, we'll always have Dorado. (laughs) And he does say in his tweet longer, he said, I would receive messages from my fans. Tell me uh, that he's getting better, that they believe in him, and we all do. We we are looking forward to seeing what happens next season, and we're all behind you, J-Mac. Yeah, totally. I said in the uh, the Golden Spanners that the difference from the start of the season to the end of the season, and J-Mac in particular, was absolutely astonishing. Um, and he's come so, so far, so we should be incredibly proud. Yeah, and it's really good to hear that, like you know, he you know he did see like the good messages from, uh, from people, you know, seeing the messages that say that we believe in him. So I'd encourage you, you know, to yeah, think about the 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 messages you send people and how much of an impact they can have, and even those small you know messages to professional esports players, they go they go a long way. So, but yeah, yeah. All, all the best. Absolutely, and then looking to a former uh, Spitfire player with Birdring, who had a bit of an. In- a- an incident on stream who uh, collapsed on the stream and the big uh, thing about it, they were saying, I didn't actually see this live, but I know Kiwi, you did, and it, it you just said it wasn't a good watch. Yeah. Um, as somebody who obviously has a lot of love and a lot of respect for him, it was, it was quite scary to watch because you don't have any information. You're just watching this happen to another human being. Um, and I think they left the camera on for far too long. Um, nobody around him at the time seemed to... No one seemed to move. Um, it was all just very, very surreal to watch. And then you had the the time period where you're waiting for an update. So thankfully we now have one and it is good news. Yeah, absolutely. So from Brenda Sersha, I'm not sure how to pronounce that sounding. Uh, who is the director of operations at the LA Gradiators, did a uh, long Twitter thread about um, the situation, saying he was immediately evaluated, and it was orthostatic hypertension. I can never get my mouth around those <laughs> medical words. Um, and it says it's typically someone who's um, normal for someone who is dehydrated, and it's, it goes into how dedicated he is. And, of course, he, we I think we all know how intense bird ring can get. Uh, but from that point, he was monitored map by map uh, over the rest of that weekend, and we're just glad it was more of a minor issue rather than something that was more 
more major. Yeah, it's never nice to see, particularly you know on you know live on camera and and things like that. But it's really good to hear that you know he is he's doing all right. That's that's the main thing really is you know the health and the, the safety of the players. Um, so yeah, I I hope he it gets a speedy recovery. Um, and uh, yeah, that's will he'll get back to playing uh, pretty soon. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mental health is such a, a big issue, not just for professional uh, esports players, but for everyone. Uh, we all fight our own battles every day and one of these people is Defran who I know after playing video games for so long was getting tired of just being stuck behind a screen for so long just hours and hours um, streaming playing professionally whatever he would do so he has started becoming he became a farmer uh, recently which you know we're all laughing but actually it's kind of something i'm I'm slightly jealous of being able to spend time outdoors especially with the quarantines we have having and probably will have in the future I'm very jealous of him actually being able to go outside and you know breathe fresh air It is the, the the image of of Defran with a wheelbarrow, sort of smiling, uh, is is such a an, an enrapting. Uh, I don't know. That's probably not even the right word. But it's such a it's such a great photo. Um, you know the, the grind that it must be to be sort of behind a, a screen all day. You know, slogging it out at, at computer games, and you know for him to have you know sort of always wanted that pull of being outside uh, on the regular. It's just I don't know. It's it's nice. You know, Defran was such a a meme sort of player uh, while he was in the Overwatch League anyway, kind of known for his Torbjorn. It's it's just so fitting that like his post his post Overwatch League career is like kind of a meme as well. Um but he seems so happy with it and so like at peace and like that's hey, that's the main thing. I wish I wish I could find, you know, to do something I'm I love as much as, you know, Defran loves growing vegetables. So <laughs> more power to him. Sometimes you've just gotta do what you've got to do, haven't you? And I think with this lockdown, like you said, um, it can get tough staring at the same screen, the same four walls. And I think even though you've got all those people around you, when you're so intently focused on what you're doing, it can just get really lonely and really isolating. So uh, one of the reasons I'm glad that we have our Discord is because there's always something ridiculous going on. Um, you've always got people to, to reach out and keep you company in those lonely moments. Yeah, absolutely. I think the best quote uh, you can take from the other Instagram that was put from the farm he was currently working on is saying, sometimes it's the simplest things in the world that make us gain perspective in life. And I think that's such a a good uh, quote uh, to take with you in life. And with regards to the simplest things in the world, I think something that I will always remember from season one of the Overwatch League is Pine clicking heads on Widowmaker. (laughs) <laughs> and rumours are, it's not confirmed or anything, this is some Reddit, Twitter, it's been all over the place. He is looking for a team in Season 4, and if that is the case, I think we're all excited here. It's funny that you say it's not confirmed, because it was Pine who said it on his Twitch stream. Did he? Because so I've only seen it as like unconfirmed. from Pine, and... Um, Everywhere we've seen it has been on places like Reddit. I didn't watch the stream myself, um, but apparently Pine did say this himself in a Twitch stream. Interesting. So, yeah, he is looking for a team for Season 4 of the Overwatch League, and I think what are your guys' predictions as to where he may 
go, I think. We've all got slightly different opinions on where. So, Kiwi, where, where do you think uh, Pine will end up? New York, 100%. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not wearing a hat, but I'd eat my own hat. Straight away. Yeah. Um, the synergy that he had with New York, the fact that that roster is pretty similar to what it was when he left, I, I can't see him going anywhere else. Lemon? That does Do seem like the obvious. P- oh, that does seem like the obvious pick, doesn't it? Um, you'd imagine he'd be going on to some sort of uh, Korean roster. Um, you wouldn't imagine he'd be going on some, on like a mixed, uh, a mixed language team. Um, you guys shot me down when I mentioned this earlier, but uh, we saw the one of the part owners of the Toronto Defiant mentioning how they need to level up their squad. Um, I think it was only yesterday or the other day. Uh, so it feels like convenient timing that Pine is now on the lookout for a team. Um, maybe he saw that in, and he's doing this in response. I don't know. Um, it's unlikely, like I said. like it's, He's unlikely to go on to that sort of team. They're more likely to want to keep their sort of North American vibe as part of their whole like marketing uh, sort of thing. But yeah, I think I think Kiwi is like 100% right. I think New York is, is the obvious pick. It's the safe pick. I'd love to see him on London, though. That'd be great. Big Boss Pine making plays. Oh, God, yeah. I think it... Oh, Glister <laughs> Him and Glister, yeah. Oh, that would be absolutely <laughs> insane. I think you guys are kind of missing the obvious one. The team that is on fire at the moment. Oh, dear God. He'll be going to the Washington Justice <laughs> without a doubt. Him and Stitch and Decay all on the same team. Oh, my <sighs> God. They're going to tear up in season four. You know what? I would love to see it. <laughs> Oh, Decay and Pine, that would be some combo, I tell you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Yeah, it will be absolutely insane. And with that, we look at the previous weekend of matches. And as we say, we started um, because with, unfortunately, London not uh, winning against Chengdu, losing 3-1. I'm like, uh, what were you guys um, feeling about the ep- um, that match? And do you think... I don't want to say we deserve to go out, or do you think we showed a good fight and we can be proud of our season? You want to take this one first, Lemon? Sure. Uh, I think it it was sort of quite disappointing as we opened up on the pool with um, Jinmu's Farah just doing so much work. It was frankly ridiculous. Um, <laughs> should be banned. <laughs> should, should be banned. Should be illegal. It's not fair. Um <laughs> And again, he was doing like great work again on King's Row. We just didn't seem to be able to counter him in any kind of meaningful way. And he's just sort of bullying us um, off the point. Uh, I think on that first King's Row attack, they had about five, almost six, no, uh, about four, four minutes left. I, I've got here written in my notes. Um, we hold them well again when they attack again. So it's not like it's impossible for us. We can do it like when the pressure's on. It doesn't make any sense. We just can't do it on a on a consistent kind of basis. Um but overall, on the balance of play, we totally did deserve. Is you know, it's a bit of a harsh word, but I think they were the better team on the day. Um, as we all predicted, they were just—I don't know—they were—they were being—they outhunted us. I think they were more dynamic, more, more tricky to play around. Um, and yeah, they came out with a win. But uh, it's a shame. But I think we all—we all sort of predicted that, if I'm remembering correctly. So it doesn't come as a shock. Well, Kiwi, we had the strong Chengdu bracket, so <laughs> you get you yeah, definitely foresaw this coming. Yeah, I, I really, really, really wanted to be wrong, um, but <laughs> obviously that wasn't the case. 
For me, the key points to take away from it were King's Row and Volskaya for completely different reasons. So King's Row, I just want to send out a massive, massive virtual hug to Hailey. Um, that sleep dart. Oh, oh yeah. Onto a man, <laughs> which kept him on the payload whilst no one from London contested has to be one of the most heart-wrenching signs <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe I didn't even mention that. Yeah, that was yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely. I think that was like, <laughs> if we if we were able to uh, that not happen, King's Road could have flipped. It could have been think. ours. But uh, yeah, absolutely. I think, unfortunately, um, not the result we wanted, but overall in the season with everything that's happened and with how we've seen these players grown, I think I can be proud. I think we're definitely better even though we didn't really get to see it, quite a few of these NA sides that are about at the moment. Yeah, and I feel looking into next season uh, with maybe one or two additions, which we'll get to probably at a later podcast, uh, we I think we can be a good, strong mid-team. Well, the thing is, we showed lots of promise in that last series. Like, Volskaya was the, the second map that I wanted to mention um, because we did so much right. Um, like, mm. Glister popped off on Volskaya. <laughs> like, it was insane. And I think it was Jake and ZP commentating and they just could not quite believe what was happening when it happened. Um, another one was Cleston, who just yeeted mm. Late Young off the map. <laughs> during his whole hog like he was gone and there was no coming back and to be fair the entire Spitfire roster on that map just bullied the heck out of Late Young like the poor man mm. got destroyed Um, and I've got to give like it's not a London player but I've got to give my MVP for that particular map to Veltol I hope I pronounced that right because his mercy was insane. Like, he always managed to get in there with the res and somehow get out alive. Which was so frustrating, right? <laughs> Kill the mercy! I know. Why are we not doing... Oh, and they got the res like, and then you just resigned. It was just incredible. But as well, I feel like... Going back really, really quickly to King's Row, did anybody see the flank attempt from a Meng? on ball there's a, a part of the map in the last phase where you can swing underneath oh yeah and he just fell off <laughs> and i think he tried to swing underneath and kind of pop up behind them and it didn't quite work no that's that's always a tricky uh flank route you can do it as uh bull and diva if you time your boosters right uh but even even professionals get it wrong sometimes i feel like if anybody could have pulled it off with style it could have been him so uh like good job for trying man good job but um i think all we can say is as uh echoing from the start of this podcast or this episode even uh we are looking forward to seeing what will happen next season with the team and with that we are going on to a kind of new segment of the week uh, following the golden spanners and our realisation of uh, Lemon's love for statistics <laughs> uh, we are starting with the stat of the week which this week actually has two uh, stats of the week so Lemon uh, would you like to do the honours 
Uh, yes, so the, the stats of the week uh, in the Washington Justice versus the San Francisco Shock match, the Justice uh, on their attack phase, not only was it the third fastest attack phase on King's Row ever in Overwatch League history, they also won it with 23 kills and zero deaths. An entire attack phase against arguably the best team of the Overwatch League, the San Francisco Shock, with zero deaths. Justice were on an absolute mad one. Um, and that whole series also included, uh, for your second stat of the week, the first rece- reverse sweep that San Francisco Shock have ever done. And uh, to complete the triplet, that series also included the first map that the San Francisco Shock have ever lost to the Justice as well. That whole well, we got- series was a flex, man. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. That attack, that attack one on King's Row. Everyone, I think, I think I remember tweeting about this, going, "What is actually happening? Why is Decay being so? Just, he should be banned at this point. Like, Decay Onzario should be banned. You, I told you guys. He did. That he the justice did. were gonna pop off. That they were gonna rebuild around Decay. They were gonna come out. And they were going to prove a point, and everyone laughed at me. I mean, I've been I've been a Dallas fan all season. I've been I've been hyping up Decay and and Doha the entire time through. I just didn't think that the Justice would be able to, you know, slot it together and uh, make it work this quickly. Like, you know, I knew Decay was a good player, but the fact that they could sort of not remold the entire team, but sort of angle it around him was like maybe the most impressive thing. I know they had a like a, was it uh you know they've had some time since he first joined to really bed it in and get used to it but that sort of turnaround that quickly yeah really impressive and they're still in it so yeah it's not <laughs> over like how far i'm genuinely excited like out of all of the teams still in the brackets i am so excited to see how far they can push it yeah absolutely i think this weekend it, it, i know last weekend there was it was like the the precursor for all these matches which are very good but this weekend it's going to be absolutely incredible with matches we only got originally uh, to start with the five scheduled matches and then obviously all the just to be decided games with uh we start with atlanta rain versus the florida mayhem what way do you think that might go that is that seems like a toss-up for me i genuinely don't know i like i don't have I don't feel I've personally watched enough games from either Atlanta or Florida to be able to swing it either way. I'm kind of leaning on Florida. I think Yaki could clinch it. Um, but yeah, that's as much as I can go into for that one. <laughs> and, uh, Florida have looked the slightly better team for me over the course of the season. Um, maybe Atlanta... Well, I don't know. But yes, Atlanta playing... Te- possibly technically the harder opposition in the Paris Eternal coming into this um, and being able to beat them and only losing to the Shock does sort of give the rain the slight edge um, but for me over the, the length of the season Florida have been um, more impressive more exciting to watch and so I'm sort of going against my you know intuition here that rain have been performing better more recently but I think uh, the quality of Florida will shine through and uh, they'll pick up the rain here yeah, I think Florida as well. I think, really, I was going to... I think the original plan for this episode was last week we all made our brackets and then this week we're going to discuss and see how well they went. But originally, they got boomed instantly and there was no point <laughs> for us to go really in-depth with our brackets because 
they're all hot, very bad. <laughs> Kiwi currently is leading by a massive margin over everyone with 15 points. Uh, I'm in last uh, on five, Lemon, you are on six, and Cam is on eight, I believe. Uh, I think it might be the other way around. I think I might be on it. Like, I just want anybody listening to this I'm on eight. to go back <laughs> to last week's episode <laughs> and to listen to your reaction when I unveiled my bracket. Because you guys, you guys were mean. <laughs> like, you thought that I was crazy, that I'd lost my mind, but... Big brain time, boys. Guess who's kind of right? As right It's not as even big brain. It's <laughs> galaxy brain. <laughs> and, 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 you know what? I think if, instead of going through all these matches individually, because as I think we were discussing beforehand with the NA game, to get, if you're in the loser's bracket, you've got to play so many games to get to that last um, grand final spot. I think let's just go down to what four teams do we think are going to be in the grand final so lemon what are your na picks my na picks are a bit chalk they're a bit boring i'm afraid uh, but like you said just the number of games that you've got to play uh, particularly if you are in that loser's bracket to actually make it through to the grand finals is so much that i think the quality is going to shine through on an individual game maybe you might be able to sneak a win but yeah the over the longitude of this sort of uh, double elimination star bracket i think that the fusion and the shock will be making their way to the grand finals i know it's boring uh, and it's all going to blow up on my face and Kiwi's going to laugh at me because she likes the wacky picks. But uh, in, in this occasion, I've got to go with uh, what what feels most likely. Uh, and yeah, Ki- <laughs> let me take the, the wacky picks. Kiwi, I, I see you picked the fusion. Can you please tell us what your uh, wacky in quotation marks uh, pick for the NA region? Like, is this me now? Is this my reputation? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the wacky picks. Yeah. My my wacky pick um comes courtesy of my favourite Australian, Mr. Custer himself. And I'm going with the LA Valiant. I think it I you know you know what, I can't I can't even not gonna argue it because of the pick I have. The uh, thing is <laughs> I hate myself a little bit because they're playing Washington and I've just sat here and like Big at Washington and how far I think they're gonna get, and then just immediately <laughs> turned around and gone, yeah, but they're not gonna get past Valiant. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 what I've realised is that I've learnt, I've grown uh, since last week uh, to not laugh at your picks, Kiwi, and to uh, <laughs> trust in the Washington Justice. Aww. So I believe they're gonna make the grand finals along with the Fusion. I am flattered. Thank you. <laughs> I think they uh, I, they've nearly beat the shock and I think they will play them in that losers final for that final spot I think they are gonna they're gonna reverse sweep the shock Ooh, really? I don't know how it's gonna get there but I think it'll be Washington Fusion in the final and then looking at the APAC region we've all picked Shanghai and I think we all know. We we all kind of know why. <laughs> it, they're just the best team. They're the best team in good, that region, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a bit boring, really, but they they just are that good. 
Yeah, Sorry. We're, all bo- we're all boring on that front. However, we can have. We have. I think we can have a proper debate as to the Seoul Dynasty versus the Guangzhou Charge. Me and Kiwi have both gone with Seoul and Lemon. You are on the charge. So I kind of. I think it could be interesting. I mean, I know they're number two seeded in the APAC region, but you really think they're going to beat this charged Seoul team? I don't know. Um, I feel like I could go completely chalk the whole way through. I couldn't also pick Dragon Soul as well as Fusion Shock. I think that is like too boring, even for me. Um, so I thought, you know, there's going to be some sort of upset, and there's more likely to be an upset in this sort of uh, slightly shorter, slightly smaller uh, Asia Pacific sort of bracket. Um, which is why I've gone for the charge. I think, like you said, charge are arguably, you know, it varies all the time, but they are arguably the second uh, sort of best team in um, in the Asia region. And it's possible that Seoul might, as as impressive as they have been so far in this in this tournament, that they might falter a bit and that charge might be able to take advantage of them. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know, Seoul of sorry, charge have had... Uh, you know, players nominated for MVP, so it's not like they lack the quality. Um, it's not quite as ridiculous as as it might seem, but uh, but yeah, I just didn't want to go boring, boring, boring all the way through, really. So that's my that's my little bit of spice uh, into my picks this week. Right. And then in, in Kiwi, in terms of your picture, like me, you pick this um, Dragons and Soul. Who's going to win that first matchup? Will it be the Dragons or will it be Soul? I think the first matchup is going to go to the Dragons. I think Seoul are going to go through the losers bracket. Okay. I think it's I, I, pretty self-explanatory as to why. I mean, just watch any of the games recently, and you'll notice. Yeah, no, absolutely. I actually think maybe the opposite. Like, I understand. I know Shanghai have been this behemoth of a team. They've been absolutely incredible this season. But the, the the experience this Soul Dynasty roster has and how they've been playing uh, in these playoffs, I think they may just, you know... I, Lemon, you were talking about the upsets uh, happening in the lower bracket. I think it's going to be in that first game. I think Soul are going to get their place in that uh, grand finals immediately. Interesting. I think... I mean, I don't think that's going to happen personally. Uh, but it's not to say it couldn't happen. To be and fair, they if, could. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all know that players like Profit come alive when it's the playoffs and there's more on the line. Mm. Yeah, and that's really going to have a massive impact on the grand finals. It feels, you know, if you've already lost to that to that team and you go in and you know they've got the mental edge on you like really recently in this sort of format. I think you know if Seoul can beat them, that might bode really well for Seoul coming out uh, overall champions in the in the grand finals itself. Absolutely, I think. Um... Not only are these games important for getting into that grand final, but if you do get into that grand final and you've got in more or less immediately, you've got that, arguably, mental um, over your opponents should you play them. And I think that will be... It's going to be a fan... I I know I said it last week, but it's going to be yet another fantastic week end of Overwatch. And I'm absolutely looking forward to all. Looking forward to all and seeing just hopefully seeing some more incredible plays uh, this weekend this weekend to be fair for me soul's successes of late all boils down to one thing and that is their tank line 
like gestures been a beast on that roadhog and did you see oh my god i can't remember the match now um it was on hollywood and gesture and My memory has just gone tonight, Marvel. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, they took Hog and Sigma and they plonked them on the high ground just past point A. And it was just a lose situation for the other team because how do you get up there? You go up too close yeah. and Hog just melts your face. You try and pop shot them from a distance and Sigma's Sigma just going to eat it. So it, it was insane. And I feel like if they can keep that up, then maybe Squiddy are right. Um, and they could flip the uh, the Shanghai Dragons. And they could win that. So I'm definitely excited for what this weekend brings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, uh, yeah, as I said, probably about five times now. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. And I think that about does it for this episode. Thank you all so very much for watching. If you'd like to get involved, you can uh, go into the comments and uh say how wrong we are about our predictions for the final four of this Overwatch League season or you can get involved on Twitter you can follow me on Twitter at Squiddy57 I'm on Twitter at NevetsLT that's N-E-V-E-T-S-L-T and you can find me on Twitter at KiwiKashu that's Kiwi K-I-I-W-I Right. And don't forget to follow our editor, producer in chief, the person who makes this podcast, uh, make makes us seem more more intelligible <laughs> throughout this episode. Can you can follow him on his more uh, professional one of at Captain Z or his more Overwatch orientated one of at Canvawatch. And of course, get yourselves on over to our Discord where you can hang out with your fellow engineers, discuss not necessarily the Spitfire matches, but uh, all the other Overwatch League matches that will be going on this weekend. Um, there's always all sorts going on. You can find a teammate to play with in, in Overwatch and, and just hang out. It'll be great. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, absolutely. And then this, oh, not this weekend, on Friday the 18th of September, we'll be having yet another Games Night with more full guys i am still yet to win a crown and i played about 14 hours of the game so please come along support me cheer me on i need i need the support i need to get this win otherwise i will be going uh i i, I don't know what i will do if i get to 20 hours and i've not <laughs> won thank you for listening wash your hands aces high and hang loose